Welcome to the Constellations. <laughs> Stop. I ain't ready yet. Hello, everybody. It is Andrea Broadway with you with the Constellations. And on this podcast, we're going to be talking about a variety of topics. It could be about social issues. It could be about what's happening in the film industry, in the music industry. Who knows? Whatever comes to me and I talk about it, we're just going to sit back and enjoy. So sit back, take a seat, and we're going to just enjoy the ride. So first on the docket <laughs> is the Lilo and Stitch casting. Now, if you don't know, Lilo and Stitch is having a live adaptation. And when you hear that, you get excited a bit because it brings a little bit of not nostalgia. You know what I mean? And then you would expect some representation for, like, Native Hawaiians and stuff like that, you know? Um, you'd be incredibly incorrect. So basically, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Sydney, she has been casted as Nani. And she and Nani is Lila's, Lilo's older sister and or a guardian but like the tea about sydney her mom is actually a white woman that moved to hawaii for like work or something so like and then sydney isn't the same skin tone as nani now you may be thinking you know what what does skin tone have to matter with this you know what does that got to do with anything when we look at these type of films like lilo and stitch the basis of lilo and stitch is about how colonizers will come well or you could say tourists, but I'm going to call them colonizers. Like, colonizers would come to Hawaii, take up all the space, you know, kind of gentrify the area a little bit, kind of just make the area a bit more uncomfortable and stuff like that. They need Kids need representation at the end of the day. And these little white women, white boys, are not representations for your Hawaiian kids, for your darker-skinned kids. Okay, but anyway, so, um, Kaihu, I believe, Kaihu, um, I can't pronounce his last name either, but as David Kawina, and that's supposed to be Nani's love interest. And what do you know? Nani's love interest is the darker skinned and stuff like that. He's more darker than what the actor was casted. So they're ha they're having a little pattern here and stuff like that. Th this is like very disappointing. I'll say it. It's very trash. But the person, the little girl that has been casted as Lilo, she's a newcomer to the in to the industry and everything. And what I'm picking up. And that's probably been the most accurate casting so far because it's literally she literally looks like that she's Hawaiian, like through and through. Like she literally looks like that she's Native Hawaiian. I think she is Native Hawaiian. At first, people thought that the film will not have Agent Cobra Bubbles. His replacement will be a child services agent, Miss Kakoa, played by Jolene Purdy. Jolene Purdy is a full-blown white woman, you guys. And at first, we thought that was a replacement. Well, you would be wrong. They tried to cover it up real, real quick and hurry up and pull something last minute and cast it. Courtney B. Vance. If you don't know Courtney B. Vance, he was in Let It Shine. He was in Preacher's Wife with Whitney Houston. He was in Lovecraft County. And he's the husband to Angela Bassett. He's going to be playing Cobra Bubbles. So, like, they tried to pull that last minute. Yeah, and yeah, it's not given. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not. It's, it's kind of sad to see. Are you watching the Lilo and Stitch live adaptation? I don't know if I would, I would because of the lack of um, representation. The lack of representation is turning me the completely off. I'm not watching that. Get those white people off the screen. I am not watching that. Ugh. They give me the heebie-jeebies. But anyways, this kind of reminds me of the Little Mermaid controversy. It's kind of like, it's kind of reverse with it. So Holly Bailey is playing Ariel. And, you know, this is our first live, live adaptation of, like, a black princess besides Princess Tiana, which was in cartoon and everything. This is our first look at, oh, my goodness. This is our first, this is our first time looking at a live adaptation with a black princess. 
And I love Holly Bailey. Her voice is amazing. She's so fitting. If you ever watch Grownish or anything else that she's ever been in, she gives you Ariel. Like, she gives Ariel to the core. But a lot of people get mad at that. A lot of, like, racist white people get mad at that because they feel like a lot of the redheads in, like, these cartoons that get turned into light of live adaptations get replaced by black people. A lot of white people don't like this, okay? White people don't like it because they feel like black people are taking up their spaces of all the redheads and stuff like that. They're taking up all the redhead spaces and stuff. And it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, but we don't care. Get that redhead off the screen, too. We want some black people on the screen, okay? Okay. But anyways... And people also talk about, okay, so it wasn't just the casting that got people all in a heap, got, got all people all, oof. It wasn't just the casting that got people in a bunch. It's also the lighting. People not, not really, it's also the lighting, and people are saying, you know, this is too dark, and, you know, the lighting isn't accurate and everything. This is too dark. How are we going to watch this in a movie? It's too dark. You guys, in the original film, it was already dark as is. If you've seen stills, if you've ever just seen The Little Mermaid, you've seen definitely scenes of, like, the lighting being darker than what you would expect. The lighting was definitely dark. Bit my tongue. The lighting in The Little Mermaid was, like, darker. You know what I mean? It's always been a dim. The lighting in The Little Mermaid has always been dim. All right? I feel like a lot of people try to... Forget that. Or a lot of people just complain just to complain. But my whole thing is, y'all going to watch it anyway. Come on now. But give it up for Holly Bailey for being the first black princess in live adaptation. Come on now. And they, and they kept her locks. Period. So anyways, they wrapped around like red hair around her original locks. But it is what it is. And it's a sleigh. It's a sleigh at the end of the day. This new Ariel is not the only black princess. If you remember, Princess Tiana. People want a Princess Tiana live adaptation, and there's, like, this thing that people keep on doing. It's like everybody tried to audition to be Tiana and stuff like that. There was, like, this one moment where everybody was auditioning to be Tiana and stuff like that. And my whole thing with this, actually, before I even get into it, so, so we're going to play a game. <laughs> Let's play a game real quick. We're going to play... Who should who won this one? But me personally, I'm not gonna pick and choose because hey, it's not my plays. I'll do that off mic, <laughs> not off camera, but off mic. But these are the auditions. So Coco Jones and Ari Lennox both did a little virtual audition through Twitter, through Instagram, through social media, and stuff like that to be Princess Tiana, and they're seeing almost there. So we're going to play a game, and we're going to see, you know, which one do you like. I'm not going to say which one is better, but which one do you like the most. So here is Coco Jones. Closer and closer every day. Ooh. You see, it's like cooking. She's trying to give an effect. She's trying to give an effect. She's trying to give an effect. So, yeah, that was Coco Jones. That was cute. That was cute. And this is Ari Lennox.
Oh, you get a gun. Wait. Whoa, come on. Where are you, Ari? Almost there. But anyways, me personally, I think there also young baby Tate did an audition, but I didn't really feed, I didn't feed too much into that and everything. But I saw, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, actually, at first I thought I was gonna give an opinion at first, but honestly, I think that Ari ate. I feel like Ari is my favorite, and then Ari, I favor Ari's more because at first I was, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I was favoring Coco at first, but. Ari's voice has that certain, like, it gives, it gives Southern Belle. Her voice gives Southern Belle. It gives Tiana to me. But besides that, my whole thing is, should we wait till the auditions and stuff like that? Now, in the film industry, these casting directors, they already know who they want. But, like, some some characters, they already know who they want, and some characters they're going to audition for. So I guess they're trying to play the game of, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be on their wish list and everything. I'm trying to get in their face, right? I'm trying to be ahead of the curve. But I'm just like, y'all, maybe we should wait till the auditions, you know what I mean, and then do that there. You know, but it is what it is. Let the girls be. Um, all right, it's time. Let the girls be. Um, who, sh- who do you thought, who, who do you think ate? You know, who do you think ate the most? Um, that's up to you. That so that's my question. Who do you think ate the most? And besides Coco and Ari, who would I choose to be t- Princess Tiana? And who would you choose to be Princess Tiana? Honestly, I feel like Ana- Anika Nani Rose could honestly. That's the first. That's the woman that voiced Princess Tiana. If you didn't know, um, I feel like that she could reprise the role a bit. Because Anika is youthful. The black has not cracked. It don't ever. But, like, I feel like that she could reprise. Uh, if not Anika, I think that Normani could eat it. Come on, everybody. Like, I don't know. I think I think Normani could eat it. Normani looks exactly like, well, to me, she looks exactly like Tiana to me, Princess Tiana. And I remember this one time. If y'all don't know, I'm a huge fan of Normani. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe there's a bias. Maybe there's not. Hey, stone me. But, like, I fuck with her. I fuck with Normani so much. I think that she could easily fit this role. You know, sh- okay. I say this all to say, Princess Tiana was born in New Orleans and grew up in New Orleans. And guess who else was born in New Orleans? Normani. She's familiar with the culture, and she's an actual Southern woman. I don't know, you guys. It's fitting to me. So whoever you think it should be Princess Tiana, be that as it may. But me personally, I think Normani should be Princess Tiana, if not Anika. But moving forward, get into something a little bit dark. I hate to say it. <laughs> so if you don't know, Jonathan Majors, he is facing a whole bunch of unfortunate events, as he should. So if you don't know, Jonathan Majors, which was recently in custody for abusing his wife, I would assume, or his ex-wife, his ex-girlfriend, because they said in the script that it was a white woman that he was in a hotel room. It could be a random white woman. I have a good feeling that that was was his wife or his girlfriend. And he, okay, after these turn of events, First, he tried to post some messages, some text messages to try to cover it all up, to try to make it seem like that, you know, he's innocent. And then they tried to do this thing where, like, oh, she attacked him first or something, like she was some random or whatever. I don't know. But it appears to me, me personally, I always believe the victim. But we're going to get into that later. But, like, 
he lost a lot. He lost his PR. He lost his management. His team tried to post his text messages as if that would show that he's innocent. People from his old college is even saying that, oh, we tried to, we wanted to wake it up, but, you know, we were scared that we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be believed. Because at the moment, before this all came out, it was just a little, if you knew, you knew that Jonathan was abusive behind the scenes, a little toxic behind the scenes and stuff like that. And the college, people that went, that he went to college was scared to speak out about it because, like, literally, you know, people wouldn't believe it. Because at one point, Jonathan Majors was at the top of his game, Creed, the Marvel contract, everything else. And then... Everybody thought that, you know, there was this discourse about his looks and stuff like that. And, you know, people was, you know, standing up for him and everything, you know, taking his side and stuff like that because of, you know, the racist comments people would make about him because of his Negro features. So uh, while we're all out here in the field, didn't even know Homeboy was abusive and everything. But push that all to the side. But people from his college came out and said that they've been waiting to talk about it. They were just too scared because they were scared nobody would believe them. And everybody's all like, well, why didn't y'all say anything and stuff like that? Y'all got to know, people on the Internet is aggressive. And when Jonathan Majors is at the top of his game and he was at the top of his morals or whatever, he was actually believed as, like, the greatest man ever. Like, it was like, you know what I mean? He'd been dropped from a couple of projects, including a feature adaptation of The Man in the Basement, an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB team, and an unannounced Otis reading biopic. It was so bad for him. And okay, so people try to compare this to like Isra Miller. If you don't know, Isra Miller got hella allegations against him that are completely true. And like people try to be like, well, y'all don't do this to the white people. Y'all don't do this to the white folks that get, you know, this is not a race battle, y'all. Let's not make this a race battle. Let's make sure that this man gets the this man gets the consequences that he deserves right now. Okay, they didn't get their consequences. They deserve their consequences. I hope those consequences happen. But y'all, let's not make this a race war. It's not about that. We that's that ignorant shit. That is that ignorant shit that I just can't deal with. But anyways, but this also remind me of like you guys. We have to believe a victim. People are not believing. Some people would not believe a victim just because she's white and everything. And you know, I'm all for some white hate. But y'all, that's just not fair. That's not believing the victim. That's not that that's that's not morally correct. People swear that's more like people swear it's morally correct to attack a white person out of nowhere just for no reason and shit like that. But like you guys, that's like fake activism. That's very very fake. But. This also reminds me of the Amber Heard case. And if you don't know, Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S., but not in the U.K., eh? and people don't like to wake that part up. And the only reason that she lost her case in the U.S. is because of the smear campaign she went under. And all of, like, these cameras are around, so many people, people in the audience is hyping up uh, the other party, uh, he, the, he who shall not be named. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. That whole little thing, and that makes people scared to even come out and speak after that type of situation. You know, we have to believe a victim, you guys. Believe Amber. Believe Megan. Believe Kiki Palmer. Believe Tina Turner. Believe Cheryl Lee Ralph. Believe Holly Berry. Believe Angelina Jolie. Believe the victim. Believe her. In other news, if you didn't know, so Tiwa Savage was kidnapped. Yes, yeah, she was kidnapped, and the Nigeria police arrested four persons connected to the attempted ki kidnapping. What was the plot twist of it all? The people that kidnapped her or tried to or attempted to kidnap her were people a part of her team. You know how sick that is for somebody on your own team to try to orchestrate a kidnapping against you? Anyways, child, so that happened. 
and they confirmed this on another on like last Saturday, I believe. I wish T. I hope Tila is doing good. I hope she is nice and safe in her own home. That's scary. I could not imagine being kidnapped, you guys. So this is a little more touchy topic. The Clay County prosecutor has charged 84-year-old Andrew Lester with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. A warrant is issued for this man's arrest. He has been wrongfully given. Yeah, he's been wrongfully given a bond for like 200,000. That nigga needs life. If you don't know the story. 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was casually trying to pick his little siblings up from home or from a house. And he got to the wrong house. It turned out to be Andrew Lester's house. And Andrew Lester took advantage of his right of, you know, I guess there is a right that if somebody steps on your property, you can strike them with a gun and all, all that bad jazz and stuff. Yeah, so he came trying to pick up his little siblings. It was the wrong house. He's only 16, so these type of mistakes are expected, but he was then struck with a bullet and he was wounded. Thankfully, now he's recovering and he's safe. Yeah, a massive crowd rallied in front of this man's house, you know, causing a protest or whatever the case may be. And, like, I guess people wanted, they expected that stuff to be more violent and more, like, they wanted a riot for that because, I hey, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for a good riot, child. I'm all for that, okay? These, these people think that they can get away with taking our children's life, taking our little brother's life, taking our little sister's life, or taking black people's life and getting away with it, getting away with it scot-free and having a bond for 200000 I don't know who's going to pay that, but still, they need to be in there, in the slammer. Like, swallow the, swallow the key. These kids deserve justice, so I'm happy that the man was charged, but I'm not all for the bond. I would rather him be in there for life. But anyways, anyways we move on in Frank Ocean Coachella Performance. Okay, if you don't know what Coachella is, Coachella is an event that takes place in California. All the girls rally up there and have a good time. You know, Coachella is just like, let's say, Burning Man, or I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say Rolling Loud and all that good stuff. And Frank Ocean was supposed to headline um, this year, and he did. He headlined this year because back in 2020, COVID hit and quarantine hit, so he had to delay his performance, and it was it was ultimately canceled. But Frank Ocean, he wanted it. He wanted it to not be streamed. He wanted his performance not to be streamed, and he declared this and went on an hour before he was regularly scheduled. So that caused a lot of frustration within the fan, within fans and stuff like that. Or you know, people was talking about his poor performance and everything. There's people posting on TikTok about you know he gave a poor performance and all that good stuff. Child, honestly, truly, you know, and, you know, when you look at it, it's like, oh, well, you know, he didn't perform, you know, he, he's trash for this and stuff like that. But in hindsight, Frank Ocean did lose his little brother. So I can understand why he would perform poorly or he could, you know, cancel some things like the ice skating rink out of anxiousness, you know. He booted the ice skating rink and they had to melt it and all that good stuff, and that caused frustration. I know that caused frustration within the Coachella staff or whatever. And, not, you know, you shouldn't be too hard on him and everything. You know, in the video, you see him sitting in the corner, or like, not singing, in, not singing in the videos and stuff like that, not singing on stage, just dancing and stuff, you know. And then people like to bring up the fact, you know, male performers, male artists, they give us bare minimum and everything, and women have worked their ass off and stuff like that. But I'm going to give Frank Ocean a, a pass because he is, he probably is dealing with grief right now. And I don't want to, we don't want to do too much on his plate. 
supposed to have a skating rink that was in tribute to his brother that passed away. Now, people don't know that. And that's why I don't want to be too do too much on him because, listen, people go through stuff. People get hit with grief. But speaking of Coachella, what do y'all think happens at these places? Like, do you think people be popping Molly here? Because there was a video of a certain artist, they vow who named she. <laughs> do y'all think people be popping Molly's at, you know, these concerts and stuff like that? I say this because, like, you know, Coachella has a setting that's kind of rave-like and free-spirited. You know, you got the bo- bohemian fashion here and there. So, you know, we're all just hippies and stuff. So I just I just know people be on, like, shrooms, molly, and bomb and fluid. No, 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 no. But, like, shrooms, molly, and, like, you know, probably coke. You know, a lot of people don't like to admit that they do coke. Or, girl, one thing that you can teach somebody to do for coke is if they pinky sharp as fuck. No, 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 no don't listen to me. But, yeah. Wonder what happens at these art little events and stuff like that. Like, who's really like, what do y'all do like to pass the time? Because I've seen this video of these kids eating like, or these folks eating like a burrito and stuff like that at Coachella in the sun. I just know, I just know they had to run. They had to because I couldn't imagine. But speaking of being outside and having fun, Carnival went on this week, this past weekend, and Chance the Rapper was getting twerked. Chance the Rapper was getting twerked on by a friend. She's beautiful, by the way. And it begs the question, you know, he was getting twerked on by the fan and stuff like, not the fan, he was getting twerked on by this friend and stuff, getting whined on, whatever the case may be. And people was like, you know, don't he has a wife or something? And then it was like Americans, you know, coming to Carnival, this, that, and the third. Y'all shouldn't even come to Carnival and stuff. Should, do you think Americans should be allowed at Carnival? Personally, I would love to go to Carnival one day. Child, they be having a ball, all the colors, all the costumes they wear, all the, all the, mm, yeah, all the costumes they wear. It's just so cool to see. The culture is so beautiful to witness and everything. Um, but would you let your man get twerked on at the carnival? Hmm, that's a question. But I feel like that question is too petty for me. I don't know. That question is way too childish for me. You know, that was that discourse right there. And honestly, I feel like the conversation, the whole conversation is childish. Trans to rapper is at carnival having fun. Okay, please do not bring your relationship beliefs to this man or to this carnival, okay? People come here, have fun, and do whatever they want. I feel like y'all try to water it down with these type of discussions and stuff. But anyways, this also reminds me of the AT&T block party that recently happened in Houston. Now, you're probably wondering why am I bringing this up? <laughs> That's a good question. And... This a- at this AT&T block party in Houston, Texas, uh, you know, I really, you know, if you know me, you know that I've, I've not shut up about this, about this stuff, or I have not shut up about this story, but I'm here to talk about it, chow. And if you don't know, you probably know me if you know, if you know, you know, but here's me talking about it. So I went to the AT&T block party in Houston, Texas. Um, I got tickets ahead of time. They were free and I was a priority. So I came there to go see Megan the Stallion. And, you know, when you go to a concert, you just, when you go to a festival, or you see your favorite artist perform, you just sit there, you enjoy the ride and stuff. You don't expect them, them to bring you on stage. If you don't know what happened, here's a little sneak peek. Girl, I see you busy. Okay. Yeah, put your phone down, friend. What's that? What you about to do? You about to fuck it up? Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I danced for Megan Thee Stallion, and I did. And what about it? <laughs> Give it up for me. Miss, uh, you can call me Andrea the Stallion if you want to. Hey, I'm not going to sweat it. But anyways, yeah, I met Megan. I saw her. I hugged her. We laughed. We cried. We danced. We cheered. It was fun. I loved it, you guys. I got up there. Got called. He, she pointed me out. She was like, you with the locks. 
And as he told me to come in, I was like, even though I was up here jumping, what, wanting her to bring me on stage, she was like, you at the locks. And I was like, me? I still said, me? She said, yeah, you. <laughs> so I got over the barricade. I was front row, by the way. <laughs> Not too much on me. And, you know, I got up there, you know, did what I did. And after the, after the little, you know, little thing, uh, after the little dance, little battle or whatever, I came up to Megan. I said, hey, girl, you probably don't know me. But I'm Andrea Runway on Twitter, and you quoted me before. Now I know y'all. Listen, looking back, I'm like, damn, this is like a whole thing. Like, I'm, a, I'm of course she don't remember, but she was like, oh, you probably don't remember. She said, I'm gonna remember now, and I say, oh, oh, there he is. He's, and I was like, okay, there he is, and everything. We was kind of in sync. If you don't, if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the video, um, you're lost or whatever. But I was about to say. And I was like telling her, you know, and we're both Aquarius. He said, period, and stuff like that. And we laughed. She gave, I gave her a high five. And yeah, I've met my freaking idol. You can't tell me shit about it. Mm. But yes, that wraps up episode one of the Constellations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you so much all for watching. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm very appreciative. Uh, at the end of the day, some advice before I leave. Don't be afraid to break the chains and do what you want to do. Don't be afraid to chase your dreams, okay? Use everything around you at your leisure, okay? Use everything around you to utilize, to help you, you know, boost yourself up into your dreams and stuff like that. Don't let anything hold you back from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that wraps up episode one. Love y'all so much. You don't like it. Tune the fuck out. And you must like it because you tune the fuck in. Okay? Word to mother. Alrighty then. Bye, guys. Hold up. Bring the beat back.
he's been dropped from a couple of projects, including a feature adaptation of The Man in the Basement, um, an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB, for the an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB team, and an unannounced Otis reading biopic. It was so bad for him. It's not working. Uh oh. So with this whole thing, you know, people coming out the woodwork and really speaking their truth about if And then, okay, so people try to compare this to, like, Isra Miller. If you don't know, Isra Miller got hella allegations against him that are completely true. And, like, people try to be like, well, y'all don't do this to the white people. Y'all don't do this to the white folks that get, you know. This is not a race battle, y'all. Let's not make this a race battle. Let's make sure that this man gets the this man gets the consequences that he deserves right now. Okay, they didn't get their consequences. They deserve their consequences. I hope those consequences happen. But, y'all, let's not make this a race war. It's not about that. We That's that ignorance shit. That is that ignorance shit that I just can't deal with. But anyways, but this also remind me of, like, you guys, we have to believe a victim. People are not believing. Some people would not believe a victim just because she's white and everything. And, you know, I'm all for some white hate. But, y'all, that's just not fair. That's not believing the victim. That's not, that, that's, that's not morally correct. People swear that's more like people swear it's morally correct to attack a white person out of nowhere just for no reason and shit like that. But like you guys, that's like fake activism. That's very, very fake. But this also reminds me of the Amber Heard case. And if you don't know, Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S. but not in the U.K. and everything. Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S. Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S., but not in the U.K. And people don't like to wake that part up. And the only reason that she lost her case in the U.S. is because of the smear campaign she went under. And all of like these cameras are around. So many people, people in the audience is hyping up. Uh, the other party, uh, he, the, he who shall not be named. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. That whole little thing, and that makes people scared to even come out and speak after that type of situation. You know, we have to believe the victim, you guys. Believe Amber. Believe Megan. Believe Kiki Palmer. Believe Tina Turner. Believe Cheryl Lee Ralph. Believe Holly Berry. Believe Angelina Jolie. Believe the victim. Believe her. I feel like people don't, people need to believe the victim. Or just, when people don't believe the victim, it comes, just believe the victim. Come on, you guys. But anyways. So... In other news, so in other news, the Nigeria police, <sighs> in other news, if you didn't know, so Tiwa Savage was kidnapped. Yes, she was kidnapped, and the Nigeria police arrested four persons connected to the attempted ki kidnapping. And What was the plot twist of it all? The people that kidnapped her or tried to or attempted to kidnap her were people a part of her team. You know how sick that is for somebody on your own team to try to orchestrate a kidnapping against you. 
Anyways, child. So that happened, and it was confirmed. This on, they confirmed this on another on like last Saturday, I believe. And word is that her yeah, yeah. They confirmed this on last Saturday, I believe. And the Clay County okay confirmed this on the. So I'm so happy that Tila is back to herself. Or I hope that she. I wish T. I hope Tila is doing good. I hope she is nice and safe in her own home. That's scary. I could not imagine being kidnapped, you guys. But this also, ooh, so this next topic is a little touchy. Um, recently, the Clay County prosecutor, what? Okay, so this is a little more touchy topic. The Clay County prosecutor has charged 84-year-old Andrew Lester with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. A warrant is issued for this man's arrest. He has been wrongfully given, yeah, I, he's been wrongfully given a bond for like 200000 That nigga needs life. If you don't know the story, 16-year-old Ralph Yorl was trying to go pick up his little siblings, and he got to the wrong house. This took place in Kansas City, Missouri. And, child, And when he got to the house, it was the wrong house, and Andrew Lester wounded him. Thankfully, thank the stars, thank the universe, Ralph is okay, and he's recovering back at home. So praise it. I'm happy for that, y'all. It's, it's, it, it's, it's almost it's terrifying when you hear stories like this, and it's almost rare that you hear the kid has survived it. So I'm happy to see that happen. But after this whole thing, a massive crowd amassed in front of the white man's house or this man's house, where whoever he is, a massive crowd amassed in front of this white man's house, and they were, yeah, a massive crowd rallied in front of this man's house, you know, causing a protest or whatever the case may be. And, like, I guess people wanted, they expected that stuff to be more violent and more, like, they wanted a riot for that because, I hey, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for a good riot, child. I'm all for that, okay? These these people think that they can get away with taking our children's life, taking our little brother's life, taking our little sister's life, or taking black people's life and getting away with it, getting away with it scot-free and having a bond for 200000 I don't know who's going to pay that, but still, they need to be in there, in the slammer, like swallow the, uh, swallow the key. And like... These kids deserve justice, so I'm happy that the man was charged, but I'm not all for the bond. I would rather him be in there for life. But anyways, but anyways, we move on, and Frank Ocean Coachella Okay, if you don't know what Coachella is, Coachella is an event that takes place in California. All the girls rally up there and have a good time. You know, Coachella is just like, let's say, Burning Man, or I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say Rolling Loud and all that good stuff. And Frank Ocean was supposed to headline um, this year, and he did. He headlined this year because back in 2020, COVID hit and quarantine hit, so he had to delay his performance, and it was it was ultimately canceled. But Frank Ocean, he wanted it. He wanted it to not be streamed. He wanted his performance not to be streamed, and he declared this and went on an hour before he was regularly scheduled. So that caused a lot of frustration within the fan, within fans and stuff like that. Or you know, people was talking about his poor performance and everything. There's people posting on TikTok about you know he gave a poor performance and all that good stuff. 
child, honestly, truly, you know, and, you know, when you look at it, it's like, oh, well, you know, he didn't perform, you know, he he's trash for this and stuff like that. But in hindsight, Frank Ocean did lose his little brother in this. And then he had an OK. And he originally planned for like the performance to have an ice skating rink and this down the third. But child, they had to. He didn't want it no more. After he said he don't, he didn't want it to be streamed. He didn't want the ice skating ice skating rink anymore. That it, he he booted the ice skating rink and they had to melt it and all that good stuff. And that caused frustration. I know that caused frustration within the Coachella staff or whatever. But in hindsight, you know he could be anxious and he could be going through something right now because he could be going through grief right now because he did lose his little brother um, a while ago. And not, you know, we shouldn't be too hard on him and everything. You know, in the video, you see him sitting in the corner, or like not singing and not singing in the videos and stuff like that, not singing on stage, just dancing and stuff. You know, and then people like to bring up the fact, you know, male performers, male artists, they give us bare minimum and everything, and women work their ass off and stuff like that. But I'm gonna give Frank Ocean a, a pass because he is, he probably is dealing with grief right now, and I don't want to, we don't want to do too much on his plate. But his fan says he had a poor performance and there was videos of him sitting in the corner or just doing little dancey dances and stuff like that and people saying he was barely singing and stuff. He was supposed to have a skating rink that was in tribute to his brother that passed away. Now, people don't know that. And that's why I don't want to do too, do too much on him because, listen... People go through stuff. People get hit with grief. You know, that causes a lot of anxiousness. That causes a lot of hurt. And, I, hey, I, like, who knows what he was feeling that night. You know, at least he still performed. And I don't know if he's going to perform again this weekend, but who knows. He, uh, if he's going to perform for the second weekend, but who knows. Um, you know. But speaking of Coachella, what do y'all think happens at these places? Like, do you think people be popping Molly here? Because there was a video of a certain artist, they vow who named she. <laughs> do y'all think people be popping Molly's at, you know, these concerts and stuff like that? Because, yeah, you know, what type of drugs do folks be on at these type of, like, these type of festivals and stuff? Because I just know it's in, the, it's in the crack of California. I just know people be... wonder what happens at these like, little events and stuff like that like who's really like what do y'all do like to pass the time because I've seen this video of these kids eating like or these folks eating like a burrito and stuff like that at Coachella in the sun I just know I just know they had to run they had to because I couldn't imagine but speaking of being outside and having fun carnival went on this week this past weekend and Chance the Rapper was getting twerked <laughs> Chance the Rapper was getting twerked on by a friend. She's beautiful, by the way. And it begs the question, you know, he was getting twerked on by the fan and stuff like, not the fan, he was getting twerked on by this friend and stuff, getting whined on, whatever the case may be. And people was like, you know, don't he has a wife or something? And then it was like Americans, you know, coming to Carnival, this, that, and the third. Y'all shouldn't even come to Carnival and stuff. Should Do you think Americans should be allowed at Carnival? Personally, I would love to go to Carnival one day. Child, they be having a ball, all the colors, all the costumes they wear, all the, all the, mm, 
yeah, all the costumes they wear. It's just so cool to see. The culture is so beautiful to witness and everything. Um, but would you let your man get twerked on at the carnival? Hmm. That's a question. But I feel like that question is too petty for me. I don't know. That question is way too childish for me. You know, that was that discourse right there. And honestly, I feel like the conversation, the whole conversation is childish. Trans to rapper is at carnival having fun. Okay, please do not bring your relationship beliefs to this man or to this carnival, okay? People come here, have fun, and do whatever they want. I feel like y'all try to water it down with these type of discussions and stuff. But anyways, this also reminds me of the AT&T block party that recently happened in Houston. Now, you're probably wondering why am I bringing this up. (laughs) That's a good question. And... This a- at this AT&T block party in Houston, Texas, uh, you know, I really, you know, if you know me, you know that I've, I've not shut up about this, about this stuff or I have not shut up about this story. But I'm here to talk about it. Ciao. And if you don't know, you probably know me if you know. If you know, you know. But here's me talking about it. So I went to the AT&T block party in Houston, Texas. Um, I got tickets ahead of time. They were free, and I was a priority. So I came there to go see Megan the Stallion. And, you know, when you go to a concert, you just when you go to a festival, or you see your favorite artist perform, you just sit there, you enjoy the ride and stuff. You don't expect them to bring you on stage and twerk for them. <coughs> you don't expect them to bring you on stage. If you don't know what happened, here's a little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, I danced for Megan Thee Stallion, and I did. And what about it? <laughs> Give it up for me. Miss, uh, you can call me Andrea Thee Stallion if you want to. Hey, I'm not going to sweat it. But anyways, yeah, I met Megan. I saw her. I hugged her. We laughed. We cried. We danced. We cheered. It was fun. I loved it, you guys. I got up there. Got called. He, she pointed me out. She was like, you with the locks. And then she told me to come in. I was like, even though I was up here jumping, wa- wanting her to bring me on stage, she was like, you with the locks. And I was like, me? I still said, me? She said, yeah, you. <laughs> so I got over the barricade. I was front row, by the way. <laughs> Not too much from me. And, you know, I got up there, you know, did what I did. And after the after the little, you know, little thing, uh, after the little dance, little battle or whatever, I came up to Megan. I said, hey, girl, you probably don't know me. But I'm Andrea Runway on Twitter, and you quoted me before. Now, I know y'all. Listen, looking back, I'm like, damn, this is like a whole thing. Like, I'm, a, I'm of course she don't remember. But she was like, oh, you probably don't remember. She said, I'm going to remember now. And I said, oh, oh, period. She, and I was like, okay, period. And everything. We was kind of in sync. If you don't, if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the video, um, you're lost or whatever. But I was about to say, and I was like telling her, you know, and we're both Aquarius. She said, period, and stuff like that. And we laughed. She gave, I gave her a high five, and yeah, I've met my freaking idol. You can't tell me shit about it. Mm. But yes, that wraps up episode one of the Constellations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you so much all for watching. Thank you, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm very appreciative. Uh, at the end of the day, I would just like to say. Some advice before I leave.
don't be afraid to break the chains and do what you want to do. Don't be afraid to chase your dreams, okay? Use everything around you at your leisure, okay? Use everything around you to utilize, to help you, you know, boost yourself up into your dreams and stuff like that. Don't let anything hold you back from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that wraps up episode one. Love y'all so much. Happy that you tuned in. If you're not tuned in, then you should probably tune out. If you don't like it, tune the fuck out, and you must like it because you tune the fuck in. Okay, where's some other? Alrighty then, bye guys. Uh, He's been dropped from a couple of projects, including a feature adaptation of The Man in the Basement, um, an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB, for the an ad campaign for the Texas Rangers MLB team, and an unannounced Otis reading biopic. It was so bad for him. It's not working. Uh-oh. But yeah. So with this whole thing, you know, people coming out the woodwork and really speaking their truth about if, ooh. And then, okay, so people try to compare this to, like, Isra Miller. If you don't know, Isra Miller got hella allegations against him that are completely true. And, like, people try to be like, well, y'all don't do this to the white people. Y'all don't do this to the white folks that get, you know. This is not a race battle, y'all. Let's not make this a race battle. Let's make sure that this man gets the this man gets the consequences that he deserves right now. Okay, they didn't get their consequences. They deserve their consequences. I hope those consequences happen. But, y'all, let's not make this a race war. It's not about that. We That's that ignorant shit. That is that ignorant shit that I just can't deal with. But anyways, but this also remind me of, like, you guys, we have to believe a victim. People are not believing. Some people would not believe a victim just because she's white and everything. And, you know, I'm all for some white hate. But, y'all, that's just not fair. That's not believing the victim. That's not, that, that's, that's not morally correct. People swear that's more like people swear it's morally correct to attack a white person out of nowhere just for no reason and shit like that. But like you guys, that's like fake activism. That's very, very fake. But this also reminds me of the Amber Heard case. And if you don't know, Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S. but not in the U.K. and everything. Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S. 
Amber Heard lost her case in the U.S., but not in the U.K., and people don't like to wake that part up. And the only reason that she lost her case in the U.S. is because of the smear campaign she went under. And all of, like, these cameras are around, so many people, people in the audience is hyping up uh, the other party, uh, he, the, he who shall not be named. Anyways, but yeah, that whole little thing, and that makes people scared to even come out and speak after that type of situation. You know, we have to believe the victim, you guys. Believe Amber. Believe Megan. Believe Kiki Palmer. Believe Tina Turner. Believe Cheryl Lee Ralph. Believe Holly Berry. Believe Angelina Jolie. Believe the victim. Believe her. I feel like people don't, people need to believe the victim. Or just, when people don't believe the victim, it comes, just believe the victim. Come on, you guys. Anyways. So, in other news, so in other news, the Nigeria police, <sighs> in other news, if you didn't know, so Tiwa Savage was kidnapped. Yes, she was kidnapped, and the Nigeria police arrested four persons connected to the attempted ki kidnapping. And What was the plot twist of it all? The people that kidnapped her or try to or attempted to kidnap her were people a part of her team. You know how sick that is for somebody on your own team to try to orchestrate a kidnapping against you. Anyways, child. So that happened, and it was confirmed this. On, they confirmed this on another on like last Saturday, I believe. And word is that her yeah, yeah. They confirmed this on last Saturday, I believe. And the Clay County okay confirmed this on the. So I'm so happy that Tiwa is back to herself, or I hope that she, I wish T, I hope Tiwa is doing good. I hope she is nice and safe in her own home. That's scary. I could not imagine being kidnapped, you guys. But this also, ooh, okay. So this next topic is a little touchy. Um, recently, the Clay County prosecutor, what, <laughs> okay, so this is a little more touchy topic. The Clay County prosecutor has charged 84-year-old Andrew Lester with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. A warrant is issued for this man's arrest. He has been wrongfully given, yeah, I, he's been wrongfully given a bond for like 200000 That nigga needs life. If you don't know the story, 16-year-old Ralph Yorl was trying to go pick up his little siblings, and he got to the wrong house. This took place in Kansas City, Missouri. And, child... And when he got to the house, it was the wrong house, and Andrew Lester wounded him. Thankfully, thank the stars, thank the universe, Ralph is okay, and he's recovering back at home. So praise it. I'm happy for that, y'all. It's, it's, it, it's, it's almost it's terrifying when you hear stories like this, and it's almost rare that you hear the kid has survived it. So I'm happy to see that happen. But after this whole thing, a massive crowd amassed in front of the white man's house or this man's house, where whoever he is, a massive crowd amassed in front of this white man's house. And they were, yeah, a massive crowd rallied in front of this man's house, you know, causing a protest or whatever the case may be. And, like, I guess people wanted, they expected that stuff to be more violent and more like they wanted a riot for that because, I hey, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all for a good riot, child. I'm all for that, okay? These these people think that they can get away with 
taking our children's life, taking our little brother's life, taking our little sister's life, or taking black people's life and getting away with it, getting away with it scot-free and having a bond for 200000 I don't know who's going to pay that, but still, they need to be in there in the slammer, like swallow the, the, swallow the key. And like, these kids deserve justice. So I'm happy that the man was charged, but I'm not all for the bond. I would rather them be in there for life. But anyways, But anyways, we move on, and Frank Ocean Coachella performs. Okay, if you don't know what Coachella is, Coachella is an event that takes place in California. All the girls rally up there and have a good time. You know, Coachella is just like, let's say, Burning Man, or I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say Rolling Loud and all that good stuff. And Frank Ocean was supposed to headline um, this year, and he did. He headlined this year because back in 2020, COVID hit and quarantine hit, so he had to delay his performance, and it was it was ultimately canceled. But Frank Ocean, he wanted it he wanted it to not be streamed. He wanted his performance not to be streamed, and he declared this and went on an hour before he was regularly scheduled. So that caused a lot of frustration within the fan within fans and stuff like that, or. You know, people was talking about his poor performance and everything. There's people posting on TikTok about, you know, he gave a poor performance and all that good stuff. Child, honestly, truly, you know, and, you know, when you look at it, it's like, oh, well, you know, he didn't perform. You know, he, he's trash for this and stuff like that. But in hindsight, Frank Ocean did lose his little brother. And, this, and then he had an, okay. And he originally planned for, like, the performance to have an ice skating rink and this, then the third. But child, they had to. He didn't want it no more. After he said he don't, he didn't want it to be streamed. He didn't want the ice skating ice skating rink anymore. That it, he he booted the ice skating rink, and they had to melt it and all that good stuff. And that caused frustration. I know that caused frustration within the Coachella staff or whatever. But in hindsight, you know, he could be anxious and he could be going through something right now because he could be going through grief right now because he did lose his little brother um, a while ago. And not, you know, we shouldn't be too hard on him and everything. You know, in the video, you see him sitting in the corner or like not singing and not singing in the videos and stuff like that. Not singing on stage, just dancing and stuff, you know. And then people like to bring up the fact, you know, male performers, male artists, they give us bare minimum and everything. And women have worked their ass off and stuff like that. But I'm going to give Frank Ocean a, a pass because he is he probably is dealing with grief right now. And I don't want to we don't want to do too much on his plate. But his fan says he had a poor performance and there was videos of him sitting in the corner or just doing little dancey dances and stuff like that. And people saying he was barely singing and stuff. He was supposed to have a skating rink that was in tribute to his brother that passed away. Now, people don't know that. And that's why I don't want to do too, do too much on him because, listen, People go through stuff. People get hit with grief. You know, that causes a lot of anxiousness. That causes a lot of hurt. And, I, hey, I, like, who knows what he was feeling that night. You know, at least he still performed. And I don't know if he's going to perform again this weekend, but who knows. He, uh, if he's going to perform for the second weekend, but who knows. Um, you know. But 
speaking of Coachella, what do y'all think happens at these places? Like, do you think people be popping Molly here? Because there was a video of a certain artist, they vowed who names she mentioned. <laughs> do y'all think people be popping Molly's at, you know, these concerts and stuff like that? Because, yeah, you know, what type of drugs do folks be on at these type of, like, these type of festivals and stuff? Because I just know it's in, the, it's in the crack of California. I just know people should be... wonder what happens at these art little events and stuff like that like who's really like what do y'all do like to pass the time because i've seen this video of these kids eating like or these folks eating like a burrito and stuff like that at coachella in the sun i just know i just know they had to run they had to because i couldn't imagine but speaking of being outside and having fun carnival went on this week this past weekend and chance the rapper was getting twerked (laughs) <laughs> Chance the Rapper was getting twerked on by a friend. She's beautiful, by the way. And it begs the question, you know, he was getting twerked on by the fan and stuff like, not the fan, he was getting twerked on by this friend and stuff, getting whined on, whatever the case may be. And people was like, you know, don't he has a wife or something? And then it was like Americans, you know, coming to Carnival, this, that, and the third. Y'all shouldn't even come to Carnival and stuff. Should Do you think Americans should be allowed at Carnival? Personally, I would love to go to Carnival one day. Child, they be having a ball, all the colors, all the costumes they wear, all the, all the, mm, yeah, all the costumes they wear. It's just so cool to see. The culture is so beautiful to witness and everything. Um, but would you let your man get twerked on at the carnival? Hmm, that's a question. But I feel like that question is too petty for me. I don't know. That question is way too childish for me. You know, that was that discourse right there. And honestly, I feel like the conversation, the whole conversation is childish. Trans to rapper is at carnival having fun. Okay, please do not bring your relationship beliefs to this man or to this carnival, okay? People come here, have fun, and do whatever they want. I feel like y'all try to water it down with these type of discussions and stuff. But anyways, this also reminds me of the AT&T block party that recently happened in Houston. Now, you're probably wondering why am I bringing this up? (laughs) That's a good question. And... This a- at this AT&T block party in Houston, Texas, uh, you know, I really, you know, if you know me, you know that I've not shut up about this, about this stuff, or I have not shut up about this story, but I'm here to talk about it. Ciao. And if you don't know, you probably know me if you know, if you know, you know, but here's me talking about it. So I went to the AT&T block party in Houston, Texas. Um, I got tickets ahead of time. They were free, and I was a priority. So I came there to go see Megan the Stallion. And, you know, when you go to a concert, you just when you go to a festival, you see your favorite artist perform, you just sit there, you enjoy the ride and stuff. You don't expect them to bring you on stage and twerk for them. <laughs> you don't expect them to bring you on stage. If you don't know what happened, here's a little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, I danced for Megan Thee Stallion, and I did. And what about it? <laughs> Give it up for me. Miss, uh, you can call me Andrea the Stallion if you want to. Hey, I'm not going to sweat it. But anyways, yeah, I met Megan. I saw her. I hugged her. We laughed. We cried. We danced. We cheered. It was fun. I loved it, you guys. I got up there. Got called. He, she pointed me out. She was like, you with the locks. And then she told me to come in. I was like, even though I was up here jumping, wanting her to bring me on stage, she was like, you with the locks. 
And I was like, me? I still said, me? She said, yeah, you. <laughs> so I got over the barricade. I was front row, by the way. <laughs> Not too much from me. And, you know, I got up there, you know, did what I did. And after the after the little, you know, little thing, uh, after the little dance, little battle or whatever, I came up to Megan. I said, hey, girl, you probably don't know me, but I'm Andrea Runway on Twitter, and you quoted me before. Now, I know y'all. Listen, looking back, I'm like, damn, this is like a whole thing. Like, I'm, a, I'm of course she don't remember, but she was like, oh, you probably don't remember. She said, I'm going to remember now. And I said, oh, oh, here he is. And I was like, okay, here he is. And everything. We was kind of in sync. If you don't, if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the video, um, you're lost or whatever. But I was about to say, and I was like telling her, you know, and we're both Aquarius. She said, period, and stuff like that. And we laughed. She gave, I gave her a high five, and yeah, I met my freaking idol. You can't tell me shit about it. Mm, but yes, that wraps up episode one of the Constellations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you so much all for watching. Thank you, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm very appreciative. Uh, at the end of the day, I would just like to say. Some advice before I leave. Don't be afraid to break the chains and do what you want to do. Don't be afraid to chase your dreams, okay? Use everything around you at your leisure, okay? Use everything around you to utilize, to help you, you know, boost yourself up into your dreams and stuff like that. Don't let anything hold you back from it. Um, Yeah. And that wraps up episode one. Love y'all so much. Happy that you tuned in. If you're not tuned in, then you should probably tune out. If you don't like it, tune the fuck out, and you must like it because you tune the fuck in. Okay, word to mother. Alrighty then, bye guys. Uh, he been dropped from a couple of projects.